Bonus episode, Listener Communications, Volume 1 of the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast, not live edition. Welcome to the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast where we explore the unexplained and mysterious phenomena that have occurred throughout the state of Michigan and beyond. From UFO sightings to ghostly encounters, we delve deep into the stories, the evidence, and the theories behind these strange events. We are your hosts. I'm Michelle. And I'm Wayne. We are an educator duo that after an encounter with a triangular UFO in 2018 in Michigan, we decided to investigate UFOs and the paranormal. In this podcast, we will be speaking with eyewitnesses, experts, and researchers to uncover the truth about some of the most intriguing cases of paranormal activity in and around Michigan. Our goal is not to convince anyone of the existence of these phenomena, but rather to provide a platform for discussion and exploration. So, buckle up and join us on this journey down the paranormal rabbit hole. On an escalator. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to a special series of bonus episodes. These episodes are going to be composed of listener emails and stories. When Michelle and I were doing the live shows and conducting interviews with guests, we really didn't think it would make much sense to do listener stories and emails with a guest present. So our answer to this is that one or both of us would record a short video reading the emails and stories separately from the normal podcast. These will be released in video format and as audio podcast as well. So no matter how you like the show or want to hear people's stories, you'll be able to find them wherever you find our podcast. Now, if you would like to send us your UFO or paranormal experience, please send it to our email at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. Also, please include that we have your permission to read it on our podcast, as well as changing any names to protect the identities of the people in the story. All right. So hopefully everybody's ready. Let's kick back for a minute and enjoy two of our listeners' stories. The first one comes from a listener that goes by the name of Randy, and he sent this in on our Facebook group. He writes, I had an encounter with a huge UFO April before last. So I'm guessing he means April of 2022. That was very close encounter being the craft was near me only about a hundred yards above me and my dog. The point of my post is that I'm wondering if anyone else has had a sighting and after became very ill. Yes, Randy, that would be me, but it took a little bit, but yes, I contracted three different types of cancer in the following January. He says he contracted colon cancer, throat cancer, and a form of blood cancer. 
I didn't get abducted as far as I know, because I remember standing there with my American bulldog who is afraid of nothing. And he laid down in submission and all of his fur was standing up and he made no noise. I had to make sure he was still breathing. Jeez, it sounds like they knocked out the dog. It took me almost an hour to get him to stand back up and come with me. And he is my service dog trained by the military. And he follows every command I give him to the letter. But this time it was like he was in a trance or something. Now, being a meditation advocate to improve mental and physical health, I am now only getting geometric patterns when I am in full meditation. Some are mandalas. Some are electronic or electrical schematics. But they are as clear as if they are right in front of my eyes while they are closed. I'm just wondering if any of this could be connected. I need help. So that is from a listener, Randy, who is a part of the Facebook group. If anybody's got any ideas for him uh, that could help, please get on our Facebook group. And um, you can find links to that in the video description here. And give them some suggestions that may be able to help them. I would say, number one, you're not alone in getting ill after having um, uh, experiences with these craft or whatever they are. Uh, myself, I was uh, ill in about five months after Michelle and I had our encounter. Um, and that's where my thyroid went uh, kind of... Um, dialed up to about a thousand percent and um, found out that I then had Graves disease and hyperthyroidism, which is very, very rare in men. So usually it's hypo. Their thyroid slows down and you get old and slow and gain weight and stuff. Mine went the opposite. So all my hair turned white, my beard turned white. Um, yeah, it was a pretty messed up situation I went through and it took a couple months to get my thyroid levels balanced. So hopefully you're doing okay, Randy, and uh, we want nothing but the best for you. Um, but be watching the comments and see if there's anybody that can help. Now, I will suggest this. If you're seeing geometric patterns, I would tell you to look into the work of like Randall Carlson and his sacred geometry. This is stuff that comes from um, ancient builders and their understanding of the universe and basically modeling things on the planet from the movements of stars and the way the universe works. They were very knowledgeable in those things and incorporated a lot of that geometry into their buildings. Um, I want to say, what is it? Not Knights Templar, but something very similar to that. Like, um, oh, the Masons, right? Mason builders and stuff. This was knowledge that's been passed down for many, many, probably thousands of years at this point. Okay. So we hope you feel better and you're getting the help that you need. And also maybe write down some of these things that you're seeing, the schematics, the uh, geometric patterns, and then go searching and looking to see if you can find anything. All right. 
So thank you, Randy, for sending that in. We wish you all the best. And let's move on to our next and final story. Okay. This one, I am not sure who sent this in. There's no name associated with it. And since they did, I have the email, but since they didn't put their name on it, I'm not going to read their name um, from the email. So this. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Says, hi, I was just listening to the account of your sighting on the Micah Hanks program and thought I would share with you my own Black Triangle sighting from November of 2016. Ooh, this is good. On November 22nd, 2016, my girlfriend had a GRE test. The testing center was in Brookfield, Wisconsin, a suburb of Milwaukee. I drove her to the testing place and went to a coffee shop to read until she was done. When her test was done, it was around 5.30 or 6 p.m. The sun was already going down. I looked up to verify the sunset was at 4.28 p.m. that day. Sounds about right. It's November. We started driving back toward Madison, Wisconsin on Highway 94. We had only gone about five or seven miles down the highway. We were near uh, Pawaukee. I think that's Pawaukee, Wisconsin. When my girlfriend says, what is that? A plane? She points off the road in front of us. When I first looked, we were pretty far away. I said, yeah, probably. It looked a little unusual, though, because I was only seeing red lights, not the blinking red and green airplanes usually have. I kept looking and then said, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's like three radio towers with lights on them. Or something, and it just looks weird from this angle. I was trying to find a logical explanation for this, and when we were still a pretty far away from it, then a bright white spotlight turned on for a second from the middle of the three red lights, and it moved around like it was looking for something below, but only for a second. Reacting to it, I said, That's weird. I've never seen a plane turn on a spotlight like that before. It isn't a helicopter. Is it a blimp? I was desperately trying to come up with a normal explanation. It obviously wasn't a blimp. As we got closer to it, 
I realized how close it really was to the ground, probably like 50 to 75 feet up and how big it really was, maybe a hundred feet wide. And we could clearly see that it was a black triangular craft with three red lights, one on each corner. When we had first seen it and thought it might be a plane, I thought it was moving, expected it to be moving. But as we got close, I realized it was hovering. And I'm just going to interject here and say that's what we thought when we saw our triangle at first. I thought it was a plane that was moving and it was moving straight toward us. Come to find out it was moving so slow that it might as well have been hovering. Now back to his story. It was just off the side of the freeway, hovering above this group of trees not far from the road. When we were at our closest distance, maybe like 300 feet away, could be less, I would, I would have to measure it. I became more and more freaked out and was saying, what the F is just hovering? It's just hovering. What the F is that? Somehow, I didn't think to tell her to take a picture. You know what? That is a common thing. When we had our experience, I was driving, so I was thinking just getting, just get out of there and then receive that message of, you don't belong here, get away. And I wasn't worried about a phone. And Michelle was kind of focused in on it as well, like looking at it, putting the window down to see if she could hear anything. But we didn't think about grabbing a phone and honestly taking a picture at two 30 in the morning with the way the lights were probably would not have turned out anything anyway. So somehow I didn't tell her to take a picture. I didn't stop uh, at all to look at it. <clears throat> I just felt I wanted to get out of there. This puzzles me because I would think I would be excited or stop to take a picture but I froze up and just wanted to get away from there. Yep. Sounds about right. It was only a few minutes later that it was like a, I snapped out of it. Sorry. Let me try that again. It was only a few minutes later that it was like, I snapped out of it and said, Hey, wait, why didn't we stop and take a picture? That was obviously a UFO. I mean, it could have been military, but it was huge and just hovering there. Why didn't we stop? I guess I was just afraid in the face of the unknown and felt if I stopped, I wasn't sure I wanted that thing to notice me looking at all. It's strange because the freeway was fairly busy at that time of night and it was very visible there right off the road. Others must have seen it as well. So if there's anybody from this area in Wisconsin, Brookfield, Wisconsin, uh, November 22nd, 2016, please send us an email. And let us know if you saw this thing as well. Uh, let's see here. He goes on to finish up. My girlfriend didn't really act like it was that weird until later. I showed her the Wikipedia page for black triangles and she said, I guess we saw one. <laughs> I wish I could find more people who saw that UFO. 
at least I had a passenger. So I knew I was, was not hallucinating it. Oh, another important point. It was hovering pretty close to the ground, not far from the tops of the trees. It was above and the trees weren't moving like they would if a helicopter or something with propulsion was above them. I didn't see any movement of the tree, trees, leaves, or branches. Yep. Probably some type of anti-gravity thing. Sounds like a black triangle. It's interesting that there was the white searchlight that kind of uh, showed up there. So uh, thanks for sending that in. And again, if anybody was in that area of Brookfield, Wisconsin, uh, on November 22nd, 2016, around 4.30 in the afternoon, or actually it was more like 5.30 or 6, he says, maybe even a little later, um, on 94 and saw this triangle, please shoot us an email and let us know and we can back up his sighting. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Couple awesome stories. And I want to say once again, thank you everybody. We're going to be doing these bonus episodes as you guys write in and send us these stories. We're going to get them out there for you. Uh, they will not be part of the live show, but we'll be doing these um, whenever we get one or two in and get them recorded. All right, everybody. I'm out of here. Remember, write us, mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. All links will be below. If you want to support the podcast, if you like our show, uh, any support is more than welcomed. God knows we need the support. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, remember, keep your eyes to that sky. You have been listening to the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. You can reach us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at mi underscore UFO and join our Facebook group by searching for Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters. So until next time.